0: Tocando ya el balón Fidán. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. A baja el primero y pelota Ronaldo, 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 Ronaldo. Gol del Real Madrid. Se sentó el bono porque no se comió el tercero de Ronaldo. Hola, Madridistas. This is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on September 14th, 2022, from New York City. Real Madrid hosted RB Leipzig at the Bernabeu today for their second Champions League group stage match, and the Whites emerged from a difficult and at times frustrating match with a 2-0 victory. Leipzig were the more threatening side over the first 45 minutes as they capitalized on Real's mistakes in possession and overall lack of energy to put them under pressure on the counter, but the final ball escaped the visitors a couple of times despite the danger that they created to let Real off of the hook. Real weren't quite as careless after halftime, but were still largely without ideas in the attack as the match approached 80 minutes. But an opportunity arose from a switch of play from left to right in the final third that Valverde capitalized on to finally put Real ahead, and Asensio added a second in stoppage time to kill the game and earn Real another three points to leave them alone at the top of the group after two matches played. Ancelotti's starting 11 for the match against Leipzig today consisted of Alaba. Nacho, Rüdiger, and Carvajal at the back, Modric, Chouameni, and Camavinga in the midfield, and Rodrigo, Vinicius Jr., and Valverde up front, forming the customary 4-3-3, with Griezmann at the back of them all in front of the goal. My first key takeaway from the match against Leipzig today is that it was an entirely flat and sloppy first half for Real, as they looked to be going about the contest as if it was a preseason friendly as opposed to a Champions League fixture. The Whites played several bad passes in both halves of the pitch that surrendered possession and gave rise to danger multiple times, with the visitors able to advance the ball into the box on a few breaks, where the likes of Nkunku and Werner were particularly dangerous. One such foray into the box was only inches away from sending Real a goal down, as Werner's 34th minute cross from the left side of the box sent the ball past Courtois and just beyond Nkunku's sliding touch in the 6-yard box. As a result of Real's sloppiness, The Whites were not able to get any kind of a rhythm in the attacking half, as their periods of possession were often short-lived and thereby kept them from building up to generate good chances in the final third. Meanwhile, on the defensive side of things, Real seemed totally disinterested in pressing the ball, as they surrendered a lot of space for passing and running lanes that Leipzig took advantage of to advance the ball dangerously into the final third. Leipzig were entirely too comfortable over the first 45 minutes as they got the better of a Real side that was surprisingly without energy and intensity and the Whites were certainly fortunate not to see that competitive imbalance reflected on the scoreboard at halftime. And with not much of an improvement to start in the second half, it was clear that Ancelotti was going to have to make some changes. My second key takeaway from the match today is that Real's overloading of the left wing in the attack was largely ineffective during the game most notably in the second half when there was an increased emphasis on their possession on that side. Rodrigo often drifted over from his starting central position to join the likes of Vinny and Alaba on their side in the final third, but the link-up play amongst the three wasn't much productive as Leipzig's defensive commitment to bodies on the wing denied space for inward runs from the outside and forced turnovers with a number of intercepted passes and tackles. Even Valverde roamed over to the left wing on occasions in the second half, whether on his own volition or as a tactical adjustment by Ancelotti, and as a result, the ball hardly found itself on the right wing after halftime, apart from a few instances when Carvajal had it out in space. I've said a couple of times since the start of this season that Real's preference for attacking on the left side would run the risk of their play becoming predictable and easier to defend against, And Leipzig's defensive success today lent credence to that, as Real were repeatedly banging their head against the wall with their possession on that side after halftime. And I don't think that it's any coincidence that the initial game-winning breakthrough came for the Whites once they moved the ball over to the other side of the pitch. Even with Vinny being their most threatening player while Benzema is out, I still think that Real needs to have more of a balance in their attack and utilize the right side more in order to avoid the kind of struggles to score that they suffered today. My third key takeaway from Real's 2-0 victory over Leipzig today is that once again, Real took advantage of a couple of opportunities that arose against the run of play to punish their opponents and secure a winning result. For all of Real's uninspiring play in the attack as compared to that of Leipzig's, they were finally able to produce something in the 80th minute when Vinny found himself with the ball out in space on the left wing and while he was well defended such that he couldn't make his own inward run into the box, he was able to cut inside towards the top right corner of the box, where he played a crossfield pass through Rodrigo's dummy for Valverde above the box on the right. Valverde then made the most of his chance by dribbling into the box, eluding a defender with a touch to the inside, and firing a shot with his left foot that sent the ball into the back of the net towards the far post to give Real what can only be fairly described as a fortunate, if not largely undeserved, 1-0 lead. Real's energy on the pitch certainly changed after that, and while they weren't totally out of the woods, they seemed to have more control of the game apart from their advantage on the scoreboard. The Whites ultimately sealed the victory by capitalizing on yet another opportunity that arose in stoppage time when disgruntled Marco Asensio made the most of his chance by getting onto the end of a Cruz free kick at the top of the box for a one time shot that sent the ball off of the right post and into the back of the net for Real's second and final goal two late chances taken added up to yet another result for Real that perfectly exemplifies the old adage that all is well that ends well as the three points will go a long way to removing some of the bad taste that came about from what had been a largely disappointing if not poor Real Madrid performance. And then Ronaldo! Let's rate the player performances from Real Madrid's 2-0 victory over RB Leipzig today. Starting up front, Rodrigo rated as a 6. In the first half, he blocked a shot from above the box to concede a corner in the 6th minute. He got onto the end of a Madrid's through ball on the right wing in the 16th minute, after which he got into the box and shot wide right of the goal. In the 31st minute, he got onto the left side of the box on a Madrid break but was tackled. And in the 40th minute... He got onto the end of an Alaba free kick from the left wing in the top of the box, but his header sent the ball well wide right of the goal. In the second half, he had a bad touch as he attempted to run into the left side of the box that sent the ball over the back line in the 48th minute. In the 61st minute, he made a good inward run from the left wing and drew a foul just above the box, but his direct free kick went well high of the goal a minute later. In the 72nd minute, He combined well with Valverde on the tail end of Madrid break, during which they played the ball to one another inside of the box during the build-up to a couple of shots. Then after playing a couple of bad passes that killed two counters in the 76th and 78th minutes, his dummy in the 80th minute allowed Vinny's pass to go from the left side above the box over to Valverde on the right during the build-up to the game-winning goal. He was replaced by Mariano in the 85th minute. Vinicius Jr. rated as a six. In the first half, he played a bad pass in the attacking half in the fifth minute that led to a Leipzig break that ended with Nkunku getting into the right side of the box and firing a shot that forced a save and won a corner. He was tackled or turned the ball over with a bad touch a few times with his attempted runs at defenders in the first half thereafter, but in the 26th minute, he made a good pass from the right wing for Alaba on the left side during the buildup to a Kamavinga shot inside the box, and in the 38th minute, he played in a good cross from the left wing to set up Rudiger for a header from above the six yard box that missed a target. In the second half, his through ball from outside of the box on the left wing was intercepted but one Madrid a corner in the 49th minute. He lost possession of the ball after getting inside of the box in the 52nd minute, but in the 72nd minute, he got onto the end of a Valverde pass inside of the box at the end of a break and was denied by the keeper. In the 80th minute, he finally made an impact as he found himself with the ball on the left wing, and while he couldn't get past the defender into the box, he played a good crossfield pass above the box that ended up with Valverde to set him up to score Real's first goal. He was replaced by Danny Ceballos in the 85th minute. Fede Valverde rated as a 7 for his official man-of-the-match performance. In the first half, his bad pass to Danny Carvajal on the right side in the attacking half was intercepted in the 10th minute, he was tackled just above the box to kill a Real attack in the 13th minute, but in the 18th minute, he fired a shot from distance on the right side that was blocked, and in the 20th minute, he intercepted a pass in the attacking half on the right side. He thereafter had a couple of good runs down the right wing before playing in crosses that were intercepted, and in the 43rd minute, he played a good ball in from the right wing for Modric inside of the box, Who was struck from behind by Schlager and unable to control the ball as the referee was unsympathetic to Real's pleas for a penalty. In the second half, he won the ball back near the midfield in the 67th minute, but a minute later he had his through ball into the box intercepted. In the 72nd minute, he got down the right wing and into space on a Madrid break before combining well with Rodrigo and Vinny inside of the box during the build up to a couple of shots. He played a good ball for Rodrigo to get into space down the right wing in the 78th minute And in the 80th minute, after receiving Benny's pass from the left wing above the right side of the box, he dribbled into the penalty area, cut inside, and fired off a shot with his left foot that sent the ball just inside of the far post for Real's first and game-winning goal. In the midfield, Luka Modric rated as a 6. In the first half, he intercepted a couple of balls in from corner kicks in the 6th minute, and he played a through ball for Rodrigo on the right wing in the 16th minute to set him up to get into the box and fire a shot. He also took corner kick duties a couple of times, but was unable to make any connections with his balls into the box. But in the 41st minute, he intercepted a pass in the attacking half to spark a Madrid counter, then took a shot from above the box that missed just wide of the right post. And in the 43rd minute, he was struck from behind by Schlager as he got onto the end of a Valverde through ball in the right side of the box, but the referee didn't blow the whistle for a foul, and the ball went off of him and out of bounds to concede a goal kick. In the second half, He played a pass from the left wing for Vinny in the center of the box in the 68th minute that sent the ball just behind him and failed to make a connection. In the 70th minute, after eluding defenders near the midfield on the left side, he attempted to connect with Alaba with a long ball down the wing that went just beyond him and out for a goal kick, and in the 79th minute, he turned the ball over as his pass was intercepted near the midfield. He was replaced by Tony Cruz in the 81st minute. Aurelian Chouhamenei rated as a six. In the first half, his tackle won the ball in the attacking half in the third minute. He won the ball near the midfield in the 18th minute, and then he won the ball on the left side of the defensive half to initiate a break in the 37th minute. In the second half, he won the ball again in the attacking half in the 49th minute, committed a foul in the attacking half in the 52nd minute as Leipzig attempted to break, played a good ball out to Alaba on the left wing in the 59th minute, And initiated a Madrid break by intercepting the ball near the top of the box and playing it out to Rodrigo in the 76th minute. Eduardo Camavinga rated as a 5. In the first half, his bad touch gave the ball away in the defensive half in the 8th minute, but in the 15th minute, he made a good run past defenders on the left side in the attacking half before playing the ball over to Valverde on his right. In the 26th minute, He got onto the end of an Alaba cross in the top of the box and one time the shot with his left foot that sent the ball well high and wide to the left, and in the 39th minute, he won the ball in the defensive half. He wasn't of much influence during the second half as Madrid's attacking struggles continued and he didn't make much of an impact defensively either and was replaced by Marco Asensio in the 64th minute. In the back, David Alaba rated as a 6. In the first half, he played a number of bad passes during the first 20 minutes of the match that turned the ball over. But in the 26th minute, his cross from above the left side of the box set up Camavinga for his wayward shot at the goal from inside of the penalty area. In the 27th minute, he won the ball above the box to halt a Leipzig buildup, although his clearance was ultimately intercepted. His free kick from the left wing into the top left of the box in the 40th minute set up Rodrigo for his header that missed the target. And in the 42nd minute, He intercepted a pass on the left side of the attacking half. In the second half, he intercepted a pass in the attacking half again in the 48th minute, played in a few crosses thereafter that were intercepted inside of the box, but then in the 74th minute, he played in a good ball that set up Rudiger for a header that missed. He was replaced by Ferland Mendy in the 81st minute. Nacho rated as a 6. In the first half, he blocked the shot from above the box in the 7th minute, but then he was somewhat lucky in the 11th minute when Nkunku got by him to get in the center of the box and then went down as Nacho made contact with him from behind, but the referee didn't determine that there was a foul and Courtois snuffed out the danger by gathering the ball after Nkunku's heavy touch. He won the ball on the left side in the defensive half in the 17th minute, but wasn't of much noticeable impact thereafter until halftime. In the second half, he made a tackle in the attacking half to halt a break in the 45th minute, won the ball back in the defensive half to halt a break in the 52nd minute, halted Werner's run down the right wing with a tackle in the 53rd minute, made a sliding tackle outside of the box on the right that won the ball in the 54th minute, cleared the ball to concede a corner in the 75th minute, intercepted a ball in from a corner in the 76th minute, and intercepted a cross from the right wing in the center of the box in the 89th minute. Antonio Rudiger rated as a six in the first half He played a good through ball on the right side in the attacking half in the 10th minute Intercepted a long ball in the defensive half in the 22nd minute Played a good cross field long ball out to Alaba on the left wing in the attacking half in the 26th minute Intercepted a ball above the box in the 36th minute Got on the end of a Vinny cross just above the six yard box in the 38th minute But sent the ball wide of the goal with his header and played a good cross-field long ball for Vinny on the left wing in the 44th minute. In the second half, he got on to the end of an Alaba ball into the box for a header that missed the target in the 74th minute. He tracked back well to make a sliding interception just above the right side of the box in the 75th minute to halt a Leipzig break, and he intercepted a cross in from the left side in the 87th minute. Danny Carvajal rated as a 6. In the first half, he blocked a cross from the left wing in the second minute, Intercepted a cross in the box in the 19th minute and had his own attempted through ball in the right side of the box intercepted in the 32nd minute. In the second half, he won the ball in the defensive half in the 47th minute, committed a foul on the wing in the defensive half to surrender a free kick in the 57th minute, won the ball on the right side of the attacking half in the 59th and 60th minutes, blocked the shot from the left side of the box in the 78th minute, played a bad pass on the right side in the defensive half that turned the ball over in the 84th minute, and then was booked for committing a foul immediately thereafter, blocked Kunku shot from the top of the box to concede a corner in the 88th minute, and intercepted a cross from the right side in the 94th minute. As for the substitutes, Marco Asensio, rated as a 7. He replaced Camavinga in the 64th minute, and in the 72nd minute, he made a sliding interception to win the ball in the left side of the box, then shot high from the left side of the box at the other end of the pitch after a Madrid counter shortly thereafter. In the 78th minute, he blocked a cross to concede a corner, and in the 91st minute, he ran onto a cruise ball in from a free kick in the top of the box and brilliantly one time the shot with his left foot to send the ball inside of the right post for Real's second goal. Tony Cruz, rated as a 7, He went on for Modric in the 81st minute and in the 82nd minute he intercepted a pass in the right side of the defensive half. In the 91st minute his free kick from just outside of the box on the left side sent the ball into the top of the box to set up Asensio perfectly for Madrid's second goal. Ferland Mendy rated as a six. He replaced Alaba in the 81st minute and in the 83rd minute he had some good touches at the back on the left side to elude the press. In the 90th minute He got onto the end of a Ceballos ball down the left wing and regained possession after having his cross blocked, after which he drew a foul outside of the box to win the free kick that Real capitalized on for a goal just a minute later. Danny Ceballos did not get a rating. He went on for Vinny in the 85th minute, and in the 87th minute, he had some good touches in the midfield to elude a couple of challenges before he played the ball to his right to keep the break going. In the 90th minute, he played a clever backheel ball from the midfield to release Mendy out in space down the left wing. Mariano, as the final substitute, did not get a rating. He replaced Rodrigo in the 85th minute, and most notably had a bad touch on the left wing near the midfield that sent the ball out of bounds a minute after he went on. Finally in front of the goal, Tipu Courtois rated as a 7. In the first half, he stopped Nkunku's shot from the right side of the box after a dangerous break in the 5th minute, He did well to get on to the end of a ball in the center of the box after Nkunku's heavy touch in the 11th minute, he stopped an Nkunku's shot in the 28th minute, and he comfortably saved Timo Werner's shot from the right side of the box in the 30th minute. But he did have a couple of his balls out of the back turn the ball over thereafter in the half, although nothing presented an immediate danger, and he was fortunate in the 34th minute when Werner's cross from the left side of the box went by him and just beyond Nkunku's sliding touch in the right side of the 6-yard box. He wasn't much troubled after halftime as Leipzig weren't quite as dangerous in the attack, and he only had to spring into action to catch balls crossed into the box. It was largely a lackluster performance by Real today, but a couple of moments of class spared the Whites from a disappointing result, and in the end, Ancelotti and his squad will be happy to come away with all three points, regardless of how they got them, to continue their unblemished start to the season in all competitions. Up next for Real Madrid, the Whites travel to the Metropolitano next Sunday for this season's first edition of the Madrid Derby as they'll face Diego Simeone's Atletico Madrid. Real and Atletico split their two contests in league play last season with Real winning 2-0 at the Bernabeu in December and Atletico winning 1-0 at the Metropolitano in May after the Whites had already secured the La Liga title. So far this season, Atletico are a bit off of the pace in the league as they sit 7th in the table with 10 points after 5 games, having won 3, drawn 1, and lost 1. So this derby will be of added importance to the hosts as a defeat to Real will see them fall 8 points back of the defending champs and push them further out from an all-important top-four position. Real certainly would love nothing more than to compound Atletico's misery by sending them to a second straight defeat after their 2-0 loss to Bayer Leverkusen in the Champions League yesterday, and on current form, they should be favored to do just that. Even with some continued key absences from this fixture, that almost always proves to be a very physical and difficult rivalry contest. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after the derby between Real and Atletico this upcoming Sunday, so be sure to keep an eye out for a new episode to drop once the final whistle sounds. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid! parió, Madrid! ¡En el 45! ¡Gol de Zinedine Zidane! ¡Real Madrid 2! ¡Leverkusen 1!